Ascending from the ends of South London, they like to mitch and mole. Is it is the unsuppressed podcast? Dit and Cole, aka the two miserable bastards. Welcome back to another episode of the Unsuppressed Podcast with myself, Dids UK. Can't forget your brother, Mr. S. King Cole, a.k.a. The, the Two, two Miserable Bastards. Yes, my brother, how you doing? All good, all good. You know, feeling a bit chilly, but you know, just trying to stay on top of this, you know. It is chapping. Hold on here, bruv. It is chapping, cutting. Listen, every kind of any kind of slang related to cold is what it is. All rolled up into one, bro. <laughs> chapping, they get me freezing, bro. It's not the one. It's not the one. Got me sitting on this cold seat to give me piles, bro. Listen, bro. <laughs> the, people, if you heard the way S King Cole sat down on the chair, and was out. Like, Oh no no no! You need to explain. Ooh. No 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 no! All you right. need to explain properly. So we've come to record the podcast. Yes, yeah? yes. I took a seat from outside the house. Okay, and brought it in to the room. Yep. Sat down. Yep. And froze my balls off. Listen, I sat on the. Che- I thought I had sat on a block of ice, bro. <laughs> like, bro, that cut right through. <laughs> nah, seriously, that cut right through me, bro. I bro. felt it in my balls, bro. bro. I felt it for you the way you was. Ooh, I, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> serious tears, bro. bro. Listen, I felt it for you, brother. But you're good. You're feeling better now. No, I'm feeling better. I had the, the chair on warm? it. I had to warm it up. So the chair's yeah, warm now. Like, isn't it like sitting on a cold? Toilet seat. Yeah, you, know, no, you, don't you like just that. have to get through it. Sorry? You ain't seen on my cold toilet well, seat. Well, we all know that already, <laughs> don't we? You know what I mean? But what what were we talking about today, bro? All right, listen, people. I'd like to discuss this R. Kelly situation. The documentary is out, been out for quite a while. It's called Surviving R. Kelly. Now, I was a bit upset about it. I wouldn't say a bit, I'd say more, quite a lot upset because R. Kelly's my generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Our generation. Our generation, sorry. Our generation. And he was an essential part of the teenage years. Yeah. Yeah? Now, when you're younger, you don't really understand the words, isn't it? you know the words come together, you know the words marinate nicely and at the time it could be relating to whatever you're going through or whatever, whatever. Bro, he messed my shit up. He messed, he he has tainted my teenage years, bruv. I know, I know. R. Kelly was the man growing up oh, in the 80s. Oh, my God. Um, 12 Play. Oh, my TP2. God. TP2. TP2 is like one of my favourite albums. Serious. And it breaks my heart. I just feel... Um, confused and torn if I'm allowed to listen to R. Kelly no, anymore. Exactly that. Exactly it's like, that. These are tunes what we grew up with in our youth. We, you know, started having yeah. sex to. That's our virginity to. Bro, this is what I'm saying about the essentials. You get what I'm saying? And you know, whenever you was getting down, it's it, the R. Kelly f- fucking playlist, bro. You had the R. Kelly, you had the Jodeci. Oh, Preach, you sweat. Preach, Aaron Hall, H Town, Blackstreet, oh um, Avan. Oh my God, all them man and R Kelly. One one always... two, 
Yeah. Oh my God. Golden Man would be involved. R. Kelly would always be involved. And now it's he just, just like, it it's no different than like Bill Cosby. I used to, we grew I loved oh, the Cosby, Cosby show. show. Yeah. But now you just think, It's the same rah. thing, in it? It is. I can't listen to that now. I tell you what, the other day I was driving, I was with my daughters and that in the car. And I was like, oh my God, you know what I want to listen to? I was listening to Black Street, mm-hmm. right? And I said, oh. Which album though, bro? Um, Before I Let Go. You know that the song? first album, Black right. Street. Yeah. Right. The so, best one. Personally, that's the best one they've done. There you go. Right. That's so when I was they had listening Dave Hollister. I was listening to that in my car and I was with my daughters and that and we're coming where we was going. But I was like, yeah, I say, what I need to download. I need to that. And then I thought about it. I said, R. Kelly. And I was like, nope, can't download R. Kelly. Do you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, yeah? I still play TP2 because I really love the house. But I was driving as well and I had the windows down. This is when it looked like summertime. (laughs) And like, I just thought, oh, can I be seen or heard playing this out loud? Is someone going to attack it, you? Yeah, is it appropriate? <laughs> is it right? But, I mean, can you like the music, just not the man? Because whatever his actions and whatever he's done doesn't really change the fact that he is a musical genius. And we've already paid for this music. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not really that. funding him anymore. It's no. not like I'm streaming it. These are my own albums I have on yeah, my Yeah, no, phone. I get it. I get it. So am I not entitled? Is it really wrong? I, I, I don't feel totally comfortable with it. But this is what I mean. He's messed up the whole thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because, all right. right so if, you're, if you've watched or you've seen or even watched some of it and couldn't watch it, whatever it is, the surviving R. Kelly, it, it brings up questions for me. That I agree with them, and I'm not saying that they haven't done or they wasn't involved or, you know, they were he they didn't see anything untowards or, or anything like that. But okay, so these young girls that have so-called gone to R. Kelly's house and he's, you know, kept them and they're happy and whatever. Especially there was one girl, I can't remember the name, but her mother and father or her mother was on it. She was not letting go. She was like, oh, you're taking my daughter. She even turned up to the studio. Um, all was of it that. that Sparkle? It was her niece. I know Sparkle's niece was involved in one. I think okay. they were in court. I think that was brought up in court. But, yeah. but with that situation, R. Kelly's solicitors waited until she had turned 20. Do you understand? Mm. Because look at it like this. The reason why that happened is because if you're looking at a child, the jury is going to straight away say, well, no, she's a child. Yeah, but if you look at her 20, she's a grown woman. So they're gonna be it it would be hard for them to imagine her as a child dealing with the with the the court case at the time. Do you get what I mean? This mother was really on it. She was not letting go. She went to the hotel, she went, she actually got her daughter back. Right? Mm. But my thing is, is this if your daughter is 15 years old, how the hell? Is she in in a, in a grown man's studio on her own, yeah. or in a grown man's house on his own on her own? Bruv, if my daughter was involved in music, involved in anything, at fifteen years old, I'm coming with you. This is my yeah? whole point, bro. I'm not stopping you from doing it, but I'm coming with That's you. That's my whole make point. Make sure people don't take advantage. But people trusted him. He's R. Kelly, one of oh. the biggest R and B stars in the world. Okay, so they they trusted him. So, so he's not a human then. Yeah, but. They get caught up with the nostalgia yeah, of his fame, innit? Oh, no, 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 I'm told, I agree no, I know with you, you agree, yeah. but for well, me, it's stupid. You're stupid. I'm, I'm sorry, because like I understand what you're saying. They get caught up with the nostalgia and, and, and all of those things. I, I understand that. But that is your child. 
So are you so wrapped up thinking, oh, my daughter can sing. Uh, she gets a deal with R. Kelly, then she can pay our bills. She can then buy our Possibly, house. Yeah. She can do all of yeah. this. Well, you're a grown-ass fucking adult. I'm sorry. You are a grown-ass adult. You should be able to do those things yourself. You shouldn't have to make your child do something so, they can so that they can you. then provide for you. Yeah. But do you understand? They, yeah. It, well, we don't know their reasons for doing it. They just might have wanted their child to just blow and get big. But either know? way, bro. But still, you wouldn't send them to these studios Thank with you. a whole load of strangers. You don't even know what's going on. Thank you. And why would you not take an interest? Thank you. And she's 15. So for me, it's like this. I, we both got daughters. You understand? So if one of my daughters came to me and she said, right, dad, you know, I like to sing and, and I've met Jason Derulio or whatever mm. his name is. The, the names just come out or Trey Songs or whatever it is. Mm. You ain't going to that studio on your own. No, not at all. Me or your mum is going with you. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Preferably me, because I need them to see that there is a man figure yeah, in their life. Yeah, so don't, it, don't think you can take liberty. You understand what I'm saying to you. There's no man about it. Right, because, it, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. But I would make sure that myself or my wife goes, but preferably me. Do you understand me? And I'll be going every time you have a session. So if you have to record every single day, we are going to be there every single day. That's correct. And, and there's no sneaking going down here or you just went here and just went here and... 50, if you say you're going to the toilet and I'm waiting there 20 minutes, half an hour and you ain't come out of the toilet, where's the toilet in the house? R. Kelly was very manipulative, you know? So he might have just worked brain on the the, the parents as well. Possibly. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a very smart man. I know yeah. that. So, especially that, considering that he's a predator, then some of these predators, they're, they're smart, you know? And they're devious, you know? Yeah. And they can twist up a person's head easy to tell you what, what you, you think hear you want to hear. I don't Do you care. Know no, no, I totally no, agree. But this is what I'm saying. But then you got to think about it. these. Um, are these let girls were seeking fame, and they just yeah. get caught up in the the illusion, the the the, oh the God, whole nostalgia of it. Yeah. You know? and it's R. Kelly, big famous R and B star, yeah, saying that. that I've got talent. Yeah, yeah, I can be the next star. Yeah. He is a proven star. Yeah. So they they're getting caught up in the whirlwind of R. Kelly. And then, yeah. then they just start, and you know what? These are young, impressionable girls. But yes, I totally agree. Parents should have been there to kind of be monitoring. No, nah, man, where were you? Because uh, that, that I would... can understand how it happened. I don't agree with it. Yes. I can understand yeah. how it happened. Well, for me, because I'm that type of person, you might say I'm quite, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm um, you know, a suffocating parent because I, I, I like my kids to have a voice. Do you get what I'm saying to you? I like them to speak to me about whatever. No, but I just think it's our type of parent because at 15, I wouldn't like, because not even because of what R. Kelly yeah. happened. It's just that whole industry. It's like at 15, if my daughter had to go for some acting audition. Yeah. I'm going with you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's got that that stigma to it. But someone might try, you know, the um, casting couch shit. And that's not happening with my daughter. I'm coming in the room. Let her do her audition. And I'll sit I'll there. I'll sit there, I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. And yeah. then boof. Yeah, no, I agree. A hundred percent. I just I just feel that although they were on the program and it's like, you know, my daughter, my daughter, we still have fighting for my daughter. Well, and and maybe it, I might be looked at as being a bit harsh, but that but my thing is, no, you might well, I think you are partly to blame. I'll just say it. There it is. I've said it. I think they are partly to blame. Not to say, don't get me wrong, not to say 
it's them. They pushed the, their child into his hands. But Maybe I, naivety. But even so, your child is underage. Mm, do you mm, understand what I'm saying? Mm. You are putting her or you are allowing her to go in a situation where there are grown adults. adults. Yeah. Whether they're men or women, they're grown adults. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So you might leave and think, oh, well, no, this person's here. That person's there. They're cool. How do you know? You don't know them. I, brother, I'm funny. I, when my kids were growing up, I was funny with my kids staying at people's houses. No, nah, my daughter didn't stay at no one's house apart from family's house. Yeah, no, but, but do I'm, you know what? Do you know when it comes to um, abuse and stuff? Yeah. An abuser is all, more than likely going to be known to the family yeah. or a family member. Yes. So that's even not that I'm accusing the family, but no. that's even something to take into consideration as yeah. well. I, yeah. I understand that, but I feel like my daughters, they, you know, the girls that are going to girls' sleepovers and friends' houses and whatever. But again, if I didn't know the parent or my wife doesn't know the parent, they weren't going. No, not then. Or that's that's no, how we were. If me and my wife was like, okay, well, who's that? I've never heard you speak to them yeah. about that. And I'm not interested in no one coming and stay at us either, no. Yeah, no, not really. That. I don't really like people like that in my house. I weren't really... And then really... they come back and start chat shit about you and stuff. Yeah. So, no, no, no. Stay, but then stay. that's all a part of growing up with teenage girls. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying to you? But, you know, even when they, my daughters would go and stay out, it's like their parents have to phone us. Oh, well, can't you phone them? Well, no, because I, you're not the one that wants to stay there. That child, their child wants you to stay at their house. So their parents should phone me. Yeah. Just like I would phone somebody's parent and say, hello, look, I am whoever's parent and they want you to, my child wants your daughter to come and stay or your son to come and stay. How do you feel about that? Is that okay? Are you happy with that? Yeah. Yeah, Are you okay with that? And if they said no... No offense then, taken. Yeah, there's no, no offense no taken. Offense taken. I, I don't, you don't really, like, I don't know what the, the, you don't really know me or. That's it. I'm, Do you know what I mean? I want the strangers in the house. But anyway, this man. is what I'm saying. So mm. for me, if I'm like that, there's no way possible that I am going to let my daughter, even my son, go to somewhere and, you know, on his own. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Even now, you know, he plays football. I don't let him go football on his own yeah yeah these these things happen at and he's a big boy now yeah. but these things still happen because you don't know when you're cornered in a situation and there's a certain adult there talking to you or whatever you might feel close to them mm. and whatever and whatever and if something's going on you're not going to speak out they're going to go inside themselves yeah. do you understand what i'm saying to you i'm not giving no one that chance in my eyes because if anything happens to any of my kids in that respect it's yeah. going to turn ugly yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes without saying. But that's bringing it back to R. Kelly and the music side of things, man. I'm just heartbroken though, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would like some listeners to uh, leave a comment and just let me know. Is it acceptable for me to listen to him? <laughs> or should I not be admitting it live on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but TP2's like one of my... I hear you. Top I hear you. Yes, please. Albums, please, please, people, leave a comment on Instagram at the unsuppressed podcast. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, oh, don't forget the email address. Oh, well. yes. Tell them, my brother. The unsuppressed podcast at gmail.com. This is the unsuppressed podcast. Dids and Cole, aka the two miserable bastards. So I want to talk to you about kids. At weddings, yeah. <laughs> and if a bride and a groom request no kids at a wedding, do you think that's wrong or right? Quite simply, 
Now, my personal view on it, I'm really on the fence. I think a bride and a groom have the right to request what they want for their wedding. Yeah, because it's their yeah. day. It's their day. They're paying for it. It's their choice. You've got to take in consideration that by having children there, that may be costing them more. I think it's perfectly acceptable if someone requests no kids at their wedding. I think it's their choice. And quite simply, if you're unhappy with it, don't go. What's your thoughts on that? I I tend to agree with you, to be fair, bro. Um, I am When I say that, I said I am on the fence with this one because I do feel like it's their day. And if they don't want kids there and they want their adult friends to enjoy themselves, it's okay, it's my day, example. It's my day. I don't want no kids here. Me and my wife don't want no kids at this wedding. But we want you lot to enjoy yourself. You know, let your hair down. We don't want you to have to be worrying about kids. Oh, what's my child doing now? Or what, if you know, because some kids, they can be bad breed. They could be crying. Don't know how to stand still, man. Do you understand what I'm saying? running around and then sitting on the floor for it. And I'm coming and I'm going to the bar. <laughs> grabbing my drink tripping over these blasted kids you know what I mean and you don't know how the bar tab's running out in a minute do you understand what I'm saying you're trying to get there quick you know what I'm saying to get your last two free drinks free exactly. you know what I mean but no nah, but you know they're kids you know depending on the age could be ranging from whatever but they're kids so they're going to do kids things do you get what I mean is a wedding really a wedding without kids it's kind of the norm isn't it it's kind of the thing yeah I couldn't yeah. imagine getting married without kids there no, because but I can quite understand not wanting kids. A hundred percent. But I think kids kind of make a wedding. Yeah, as yeah. Well, because it's like you're you're inviting everybody's family or your friends' yeah. family or your family's family and whatever and whatever. That includes the kids. And mm. sometimes you know the kids bring in that warmth. If yeah, you understand yeah, what I mean, that, that nostalgia to it. Yeah, it, yeah, you know what I mean. It brings in the warmth, and people can say, "Oh, look at that little one! Oh, don't they look cute in yeah, whatever they're running wearing, running around in their lovely dress?" Do you understand? So you know, I, I, I get that, but at the same time, yeah, at the same on the other time, hand, <laughs> on the other hand, you feel like just <laughs> kicking them down. Yeah, so I'm like, just stop get the hell out of the way! Stop the noise! What are you running up and down for? <laughs> just sit down, the man. Yeah. What do you? Just, just relax. Just relax a little bit and just cool. Here, here's a lolly. Stay there. Eat the lolly. Don't move. Lift up your hand if you want to drink in it. Stop the noise. <laughs> just hold I mean? tight, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I get it. But, you know, I haven't been to a wedding that's just an adult wedding. Well, no, because where's this come from? Um, a friend of mine was talking about their cousin's wedding. Okay. Requested no kids. And when I, she told me this, I just thought, ooh. Well, that's, but mm, then I had to think about it and I, I can understand it. And the reason why they didn't request any kids mm. is because, yes, they were paying by the head. Okay. You know, yeah. so they just needed to keep their numbers down and keep the cost down. Yeah, well, you know what? You can't... You can't blame them. Yeah, you can't blame them for that at all. You know? Catering's expensive, mate. But certain people will get upset. Also, what? I can't bring my kids. So I, have, I haven't got no one to look after my kids. Then... Don't go there. But then, really, you're saving your child. You're saving money having to go and buy them an outfit. Yeah? Yeah, including shoes. They might have that already. And you're saving them. You're saving money, yeah, with having to think, I've got to feed them, I've got to get this and get that. So you can just take that money that you've saved and pay your little sister, your little brother, or your niece, or your nephew, or your mum. Yeah, but they might not just have someone. They might not. You're assuming that there's someone. Then don't go. You just don't go. Yeah. But they will get upset saying that, well, 
I want to go. But I want to bring my kids. But your own choice, you've only got two choices. The bride and the groom don't want no kids. Mm. So it's either you don't go with the child or the children or you don't go. Mm. They are your only options. You can't then phone, oh, but you know, I can't, um, you know, get a babysitter or whatever, whatever. So, okay, I don't want kids here, but you want me to change that because you want to come. But then from the other side, a bride and groom might really want you to come but you've got childcare issues. Yeah. And then what, so what are you going to do to help me? If, well, if I'm that? I can't help you. If I don't want kids at my wedding, I don't want them at my wedding. I might want you, I might want you, but I don't want kids. So what can I do? I'm so not going to help here's you. Here's a scenario. Yeah. So I'm your best man at your wedding. Yes. I've got was. kids. Yeah. You've, re- you've requested no kids. Are my children allowed considering I'm the best man? But no, because I said I don't want kids. If you are my best man, I'm going to say, listen, bro, from before I even ask you, I am going to make it known I don't want no kids. This is if I didn't want any kids, yeah? I would say I don't want no kids. It doesn't matter whose child it is. It could be my brother, my sister. It could be anybody. If I don't want kids, I don't want kids. So, but how would you feel if I said to you, well, I've got childcare issues. I can't make it to the wedding. Well, then I was, what are you going to say? What are you going to think of me? Well, then what I would do is if I've got a family member that we know, then I would say, ask them to come and babysit your You'll child. You'll try and sort it out. Yeah, I would see if I can get someone to All look right, so after your kids. so let's pretend it just wasn't they, those same people you were going to ask to look after my child yeah. are coming to the wedding. Okay. Well, then you're Say there's just no option. Just imagine there's no there's option. There's no option. How are you going to feel? I'm, I mean, I'm just being devil's advocate yeah. here. I'm, I'm not saying anything's wrong or right. Well, then... You know, it's gone tits in your fucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No <laughs> there's no other term. You're fucked. You can't Impulse. go. There's nothing. Yeah, there's you can nothing. Do. But the thing is, this is what I'm saying. Like, even if okay, even if I said I wanted you to come and you, I want you my best man. Rah rah rah. If I don't want kids, I don't want kids. Yeah. I don't want to have to be running and saying, "No, sorry, little one," or "Sorry," or f- they're crying and you got to find their parent and all of these things. This is my day. Mm. I don't want to have to be dealing with that. And I, and I shouldn't have to be looked at like raw. That's you know that's dark. That's that's weird. Why are you being like that for? That's really un- inconsiderate. No, it's my day. The day is about me and my partner. Do you get what I mean? And we do not want kids there. We want to enjoy yeah. ourselves. You know, we want to get married. After we get married, we want to you know we want to dance night. all night. We want to be able to brock wine and drink, and everybody's merry and everybody's happy. Yeah. You know, we don't want people to say you know well we got to leave now. Sorry, thank yeah, you. Have you a nice get the day. Kids home. Got to get the kids home, and it's like seven Come. o'clock. Or <laughs> yeah, do, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like seven o'clock, yeah. and then people are half the people are leaving because they got to bring their kids home. Yeah. So I, I understand if someone was to say they didn't want kids at their wedding, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, if they said to me like, right, listen, I don't want kids. I mean, my kids are grown, but I'd, if they said I don't want any kids and I've got a, my grandchild. All right, so here's another scenario. Yeah? Yeah. Say you get invited to a wedding. Yeah. Close family. All right, just say for me. Yeah. For, yeah, I'm getting married. Yeah. I would never do this, but say I, sit, I just invited you and your wife yeah. and I didn't want your children to come. How would you feel then? But even though what my children at their age oh, now. Your children are grown ass people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm only inviting you and your wife to my wedding. Okay. Is that acceptable? Um, oh, that's a good one. Even though, because they're not seen as kids. No, not, but, but that's a good one. Just but, say I'm trying to keep the numbers down. Yes, that's yeah. what I was just about to say. I'm trying to keep the numbers down. Because it's per head, yeah. rah, rah, rah. How would you actually feel about that? That's actually a good quick That is a very fucking little egg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't really feel a way. 
I mean, you know, your God kids would probably think, well, why ain't uncle invited me? So I don't think, I know you wouldn't do that anyway, but they would be like, well, why ain't uncle invited me? Why can't I come? It, it would be a natural reaction for my kids because it would be like, duh, it's Uncle King. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Yeah, well, you've got five Pitney, man. Yeah, so they would be like, oh, but it's, it's Uncle King. So they would probably expect to go anyway, unless I said, no, it's, it's, it's just big people thing. Then they would say, okay, cool. Do, do you understand? Even though they're big people. Do you understand what I mean? They would say, all right, cool. And that's it. But they wouldn't have no animosity or no feel no way. If I said to them, do you get what I mean? They'll just look at it a bit funny, like, huh? Do I mean, you know what I mean, I would never dream of doing that. No, of course not. If but it was it's, the it's other the... way around, I would just think, but hey, what? We're supposed to all be one family here. But well, this is what not, I'm saying. How can you not invite them? But this is what I'm saying. I, I would think that if it was somebody outside of our, outside of me and you, I would think, well, why wouldn't you? It's natural. How would you feel, yeah, if... I asked you to be a part of my wedding, but I wanted you to pay for your your suits and them kind of things there. Would you think that's a bit of a liberty? Not really, right? Okay. Because that's me contributing towards your wedding. Yeah. Okay. You ain't getting no gift though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if I'm paying for yeah. the clothes, yeah, the suit and stuff, yeah. You ain't getting no wedding gift. No, but on then top that's fair that. enough, though. Because if this 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 wedding suit's gonna the hiring of the suit's gonna cost me, let's say for argument, say one fifty, yeah, okay, or hundred pound, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna be paying that, coming to your wedding, making your wedding great, and still have to give you a gift. Nah, I don't think so. Some people yeah. are like that, though. <laughs> This is the Unsuppressed Podcast with Dids and Cole, a.k.a. The Two Miserable Bastards. As we're talking about the weddings and kids and all of that, what's your point of view on kids' names? What, kid names in what? As in naming your child. Would you, what kind of, would you say, all right, so if your daughter, for example, was called Lucy... Would that be acceptable? So you're talking about what are appropriate names for your children? Yes. I um, When we were naming our daughter, I felt it was very important to give my daughter a name that doesn't really sound too black or too white. Now, the reason for this is, you, there, you know, people say that you get discriminated against by your name when your name's on an application. So if you've got a predominantly African name, there, there, some people might just throw your CV out. I thought it was very important to name our child a name that doesn't really identify a race. Okay, so it's more like systematic racism is what you was kind of being aware to. If you see Tanisha on the application, yeah. What Even race is more likely? You would think that she'd be black. Yeah. If you see a, a name like Natasha, that's could I think that's either yes, that's kind of white both. It could be white or, or black. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If you have a name like, have you ever met a white Leon? I do actually. I think I actually know a white. I've Leon. never met a white Leon. Yeah, I think I actually yeah. know a white Leon. My daughter's mum wanted to name our child Chloe. And I said, no, because to me, Chloe yeah. is 
a white name. Not that it's necessarily, it's a lovely name. It's yeah. a beautiful name. Yeah. But not for a black child. I just felt it was inappropriate. Mm. Or it, just, I, I it wasn't right. I understand. I mean, there mean. isn't any wrong or right answer. That's just my opinion. No, and this is what this is all about. Podcasts, this is what it all is all about. Especially the Unsuppressed podcast. We like to just put our point of view our two pence we're not saying this is how it is or how it should be or how exactly we're just giving our two pence being miserable little bastards that's what we are take it or leave it but yeah I, I do agree with you I do think because systematic racism does exist of course without a doubt I think you're probably right in that approach mm. and I think you're probably giving your child maybe that little bit more of a chance. More of a chance. Yeah. Not to be judged. And yeah. we're not saying, because you, you, people get judged whether you're black or white or whatever colour, pink, green, it doesn't matter. But systematic, systematic racism is real. And, yeah. you know, especially in corporate, when they're looking at applications and they see certain names, mm. they will know or they will have a picture yeah, of that image. person yeah. or image of that person that they are about to see. It, you, whether your ability to do the work becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Their perceived perception of you is just, okay, it's this type of person Black, just by the yeah. sound of their name. Even if it's an Asian name or something. Did, did, whether or you're Asian or, or not, yeah. I'm just saying any kind of, you could get, be Chinese, it doesn't yeah. matter. I'm just saying that they will see your name you know, and if your name is, say, for example, a black name, they will have that perception in their head of what you are. Whether you have the ability, you could be the star worker. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Because I remember watch, years ago watching a programme and a lady was talking about this, saying about how she had an Asian name. Um, I can't remember what the name was. And she was applying for loads of jobs and didn't get any replies. As soon as she changed her surname to an English-sounding name, she started getting interviews and started getting replies. So that's what I took into consideration when naming my child. And I have to swing. I mean, it's sad that we have to do that. Yeah, but, it, it, but you know, and we're not going to go into politics and all this malarkey and whatnot and whatnot. But, you know, it's horrible that this thing soon, that this thing does exist. Do you get what I mean? And it's not fair because, I mean, we should be able to name our child anything and they should be able to get an equal opportunity or an equal start as their non-colour person, friend. Do you understand what I mean? And that, when I say non-colour, white, whatever, nationality, whatever, just they would, should be able to get an equal start to anybody else. And just your name on a CV or application is the first step. But this and is then you've got to still go for the interview with your black skin. But this is what I'm saying. So that's another hurdle you're going to need to deal with. Yeah, Especially so with my daughter being a female, having tougher times in the workplace, women earning less money than men. Yeah. Got to give her as big a step up as possible. And that's just, I think, the beginning is just thinking about her name. for yeah. her to move forward. No, I, I agree with that, to be fair. But don't get me wrong, I'm not saying chief yourself out and call your child the whitest name on earth. No, no, no. I get yeah? that. And again, it's your choice. But just take into consideration how that name's going to be received. No, you're right. Because you know what, right? I was reading something or and I watched it on YouTube. I think it was probably about a week ago. This woman, she's, in a, she's a black woman, but she's got a white husband and they have a mixed child um, in America. They were trying to sell their home. 
Yeah. And they had the mark they had their house on the, the market for quite a while and people were coming and they the the estate agents gave them this figure. Yeah? So just say this figure is say, I don't know, two hundred and say fifty thousand. So she was starting to wonder why when all these other houses are going for a lot more and whatnot and whatnot. So she said, and this woman is a lawyer. Let me just get that out there. She's a black woman and she's a lawyer, right? And um, they're both, you know, their love is beautiful. Their relationship is beautiful, whatever, whatever. But she said she wanted to try something to her husband. So do you know what she did? And you know, she was breaking down crying to this. She removed her from the house and when i say she removed her and her son from the house all the pictures anything that was black anything that could be seen or interpreted of somebody black living in the house she removed it and do you know the house house, house price shot up. oh my gosh my brother <laughs> house sold, the house sold instantly bro listen do you know how much they offered the the, the house Three hundred and seventy-five thousand. that's over a hundred thousand more than what she got when she was just there as a person and it's her house just for them knowing that a black person was living in that house and she was on there she was crying because she said this is what i had to do just uh, just to sell and move forward in life and she's a lawyer and people get upset about the black lives matter movement yeah and this is, I mean, I'm, I don't even want to start going no, we into, won't go this, into it, but people just don't understand. They don't understand. They they say they're not racist. I'm not, I'm not saying you are, but you don't yeah. understand what, as black men, as black people, what we have to deal with every day. Just trying, prime example, just trying to get a job, trying to sell the house. So we have to deal with discrimination. Just the simple things like when I want to go use a cash point. I have to make sure that I stand way back from anyone using it. And you know what I always do? Take my cash card out of my wallet and have it in my hand. So you can see I'm waiting to use the cash point. Yeah. I'm not just standing behind you because trying wanna, to rob you. Yeah, yeah. 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 But these are the things I have to take in consideration and think about because of how people perceive me yeah. simply because I'm black. Yeah. No, I know. I'll I, I tell you what it is, because I don't, like, like you said, I don't, we don't really want to go into it, but it hurt to see her actually crying. Yeah. And for her to say that she had to remove her and her son. Now, this is America. This is not England. Yeah, right. but it's... But I'm saying the systematic racism does exist. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So I just, I just wanted to put that out there, like, wow, you know... For, for her to have got and you know like when we talk about the kids with the names and, and you know giving our kids a chance it was just hurtful to see her even her husband was crying like he was proper upset that she had to remove herself and he was like why are people like this and you can't say it's just one person it's the corporate it's the system do you understand what I'm saying to you? The system is like that. It's the world is like that well, this is what the I'm saying world is like you know because it, as there's racism with white and black. There's racism in black and Asian, black and white. There's yeah. racism in every culture. Yeah. Let's just yeah, be honest. No yeah, let's just be honest with that. But like I said, we're not going to go into that. It, like I said, it just hurt to see her having to remove herself from her house in order to move forward and buy a house that is, you know, suitable for her, her son, her husband and her baby that she that she had. Do, do you understand what I mean? I just thought, right. And when, you was to, when we was talking about, you know, giving our children a little head start 
by putting a different name or a name that can be perceived, perceived yeah. as both whatever. Thought, yeah. Do you understand? So I, that's why I just brought that to your attention. I thought, yeah, I think that is right for real. But yeah, I agree with you when it comes to the name. I do think you should be able to, you know, but then you, let me flip the script quickly. Why should I have to call my child? If I want to call my child Taniqua or whatever names I want to call the Yana or whatever, 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 why shouldn't I be able to give that, give my child that name? And why shouldn't they have a normal start like anybody else? Because as you said, systematic racism, you know, systemic racism. It's, it's not to say that they're not going to be um, prosperous in life. It's not to say they're not going to do well. But I think... It's just having to take into consideration that people are just going to perceive and look at you differently. And it's sad. It's sad we have to think that way. Yeah, it's pretty much what I said before. It's just perception and opportunity and so that you don't get held back by those people out there what don't appreciate your name, you know, and just form that picture. And just it's just basically, you know, it's just to move forward without any obstacles or yeah. to get as far as you can without any obstacles because the world is full of obstacles. Do you get more? Life is full of obstacles. So I think, you know, with those names, like you're saying, it's just better to this or in our opinion. Yeah, because I've got friends who are African and they just think that they lose a lot. They work in finance because their name's African, Nigerian that people see it and just think, no, 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 I'm not going to work with that person. Yeah, so they, work, they can't move up yeah, or whatever, it's just, whatever. Yeah, it's bollocks. It's absolutely no, do you know bollocks. What? Do you know what? I agree because I've, you know, personally, I've had a, I've had a few setbacks. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they see me and they think, you know, oh, whatever, whatever, you know. But when I have had a chance, I, I, I go in. Do you get what I mean? Because I want them to understand that their perception is wrong. Of me, do, do you want to say? You know what I really hate in workplaces when people go, "Oh, you're you're all right, and old king, you're all right." So, what reason did I give you not to think I'm not all right. to think I was all right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, you just see a big black man and think I'm looking for trouble. Not even taking the time to get to know me. Not even get taking the time to talk to me. You just you're just shook because I'm six foot two big and big and scary yeah. yeah but then do you do you know what they've been through in their life i don't care what like you've been that? through no i life. get it from our point we don't care what you've been through because everybody goes through stuff and and you know still we don't have that perception of them do you know what i'm saying to you but they could have gone through a personal a personal situation or experience yeah, which, but which then, makes then you, them feel scared or, or yeah but that's still not right so the fact that I go down the road have an argument a fight with a white guy means that I should fear and think that all white guys are the same no but that's you know, if it's a case of, okay, so that might be a situation, but if you was walking down the street and you got jumped by, I don't know, 10 white guys, big, hairy, big, six foot, whatever, and battered the shit near death, but you've survived that, you will feel a bit paro if you see a group of white men. It's automatic. Yeah, but all right, so you're taking it to the extreme. No, but I'm just saying that is an extreme because I know that you you can handle yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? But I'm saying for another person, this is just devil's advocate, for, you know, the, the person of non-colour, if they were, 
if they had been around or some been jumped or mugged or sliced or stabbed or beaten or whatever, maybe that's why they feel so scared when they see someone that big. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? And everybody's different. Everybody's different. So they have a bit of a different trauma and whatnot and they react differently to it. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. But it's just like, I do just get, it does annoy me sometimes. Like, I'm not here, especially in my old jobs when I was doing deliveries. Yeah. When people would see me, they'll just get shocked. You can just see it in them. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, They're oh, scared hello. Of, ooh, I'm carrying a package. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm delivering it. I'm not coming at you with a knife in my hand, yeah, am yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, oh. And then they always, what I find, they always have to comment on my size. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a big guy. So they say, oh, you're a big lad, isn't it? Wouldn't want to see you down a dark alley. Yeah. Do you know what? That shit's not funny, you know? Yeah. I've had that in my Yeah. Industry, Why yeah. would you say that? Why? Why would you say that? Explain that to me. Yeah, because... Can we that- just say, yeah, you're a big guy and leave it at that? Yeah, you don't have to say, I, I wouldn't want to see you, you in a dark, dark alley. alley. But why would why you, do you see have me to in a dark alley? alley? Yeah, and they people, straight up, white people don't see how offensive that is by you yeah. saying that. But yeah. I know you're just feeling intimidated. I'm not acting intimidatingly. You yeah? just feel I'm, intimidated. I, yeah, I'm just bringing a, a package to you. Can you just sign here, please? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You have a good day. That's it. And then sometimes you have to find that you have to put people at ease and just by, good morning, good evening, how are you? Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. Just to put them at ease. Yeah. Yeah. People, oh, oh, all right. You're not on time. Yeah, you're you're not on nothing, no. You no. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Yeah. How yeah. are you doing? Blah, I'm looking blah, blah, blah. for yeah. Mr. X. Yeah. I've got a delivery. No, you're for right. Them. You're right. You're yeah. Because right. you kind of have to put them at ease. Yeah. Because they're just shook. Naturally, yeah. just shook. Or you, and you can see it in their face. They're shook. Yeah. 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 Oh. 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 Can I help you? It does. It does. It, even like in my job as well. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to do yeah. my... I'm not here on no Aggie tip when I'm just coming to just do my job. That's you know it. what I mean? It doesn't mean I'm here to kill yeah. you or beat the shit out of you or whatever. But, but that's yes. just how they think in it. And and like I said, I didn't really want to go... Yeah, we're digressing, that. bro. Exactly. Like, we weren't meant Proper. to go here, man. No, but this but is just, a topic that we might... I think maybe we should actually discuss because that would then take... You know, I think that is a definitely in a podcast in itself. I know, but because it's I just like... And do you know what it is, right? I don't want... Well, they're unsuppressed. So I feel we should be able to have a, a, a conversation. I feel we should be able to, to debate about it. But we talk about everything and anything. Yeah, but a, I know. To A to Z. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm just saying, I do think we need to have that conversation at some point. Not today. Yeah. But at some point. Do you know what? That conversation just pisses me off, really. I know yeah, it I should know. be had, but... You know what? It's just nothing's really going to change. White people are going to be shocked. Everyone's going to be perceived in us in a certain way. And sometimes by the way certain black people act, can you really blame them? Do you, do you know uh, what This mean? is what I was going to say. Is on the up. And just as much as I consider myself cool, if I go out, leave this house now, something happens on the road, I can quite easily change into that just black like person that. <laughs> <laughs> who's been provoked into something. We've been from zero, zero to, to 100 to, yeah, in a straight. second. Yeah. And I'm kicking off fighting on road. And it's all And people yeah. are going to think, look at these black people oh, can't behave them, themselves. Yeah, look at them. Oh. Let's just digress from that because I think that is a topic in itself that we need to hit at some point.
All right, people, we're going to leave it there. Yeah. 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 Please leave your comments and any suggestions for topics at the Unsuppressed Podcast on Instagram. You can hit us up on our email, the Unsuppressed Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening, as always. Much appreciated. Yep, definitely. People, take care. We'll see you again soon. And again, thank you for listening to the Unsuppressed Podcast with your boy Dids UK. And your boy S. King Cola. A.K.A. The The Two two Miserable Bastards. Bastards. Don't forget to tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell your friend. You must tell them. Make sure you tell your friend. That's right. Uh Aha. Peace. This is the Unsuppressed Podcast. It's and cold. AKA the two miserable bastards. Paint the sky and dreams of pattern.